page. We're not bats. We're flying foxes. I am your host. My name is Guy. Oh. I um, am not gay. I am a regular French guy. I am a guy fox. This is uh, my other bat. We are not bats. Fox friends. She's very foxy. Charlie. Charlie the fox. You look very pretty tonight. I like your wingspan. Oh. It's very good. Here we are. You cannot I see us. I do them myself. Ah, yes. I like your clothes. They are painted very nicely. We are hanging out. You can see or not see. We are hiding in the cage right now. Welcome to Animal Style. Thank you so much to our producer, Julien. He's very French name. We like that very much. The world's a cage in these COVID times. You, you know, yes, the Billy Corgan. I listened to him too about uh, the cage and the being. I am just an animal style in a cage. I am just, and I rage, raging so hard right now. Are you? I feel like a bat in a cage today. You are not a bat. You are a fox. Oh. You are a flying silver fox. I am the silver fox. You are too young to be a f silver fox. Here, I cannot. We are hiding from you. Our watching audience, thank you for streaming us live here. We are live. We are foxes. I wanted to tell you a story uh, because I am French. And, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of uh, Zibalai Lost Sylphid. No, like you, it is about a flying fairy, yes. Like us, like as beautiful as you. Her wings were very pretty. Like the Castro fairies? Like the Castro. Well, also not gay. My name is Guy. It's not gay, oh. but sure. Uh, they are the fairies. She told us she was a beautiful flying fairy. Yes, in a, in a, in a dream, this man, he has a dream. In the ballet, you know, it's French. And he has a dream. And the, the beautiful fairy comes to him. And he says, I want to fuck this fairy. Yes, you know. And he cannot catch her. And he flies, he dances around, and he tries to catch the beautiful fairy because, you know, we fly like that. <laughs> he cannot catch her. And so he has this, you know, girlfriend or something. And he says, his fiance is like, oh, I have this dream about this beautiful. And she's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. So he goes to see a witch, you know, like the ones that they like to decapitate us and put us into spells, you know. So it's scary. It's very scary, but he goes to a witch and he says, Hi, you witch. I want to catch this fairy. Tell me what to do. And so she gives him. But they dance around for a while, you know, because they are French. And she gives him a magic scarf. And so he says, Oh, I can catch this fairy with a magic scarf. So he goes home and he breaks up with his stupid girlfriend. He's like, Oh, fuck you. I'm going to fuck this fairy, right? And he goes out into the oh, wilderness. I've been there. Have you been there? Yeah. Yes. You can fly and watch this. Both sides. Both sides, yes. Were you, <laughs> were you as a fox? But when they, so he says, I throw you to the wind and I run out into the forest with the scarf and I find the fairy. So then he dances with the fairy and they have a good time. And then he puts the magic scarf on her and her wings fall off and she is dead. Yes, she is dead. That's a scary story. Yes. And then the witch, she cackles in the corner. Ah, ha, ha. And the same moment. His best friend and his ex-fiancé are walking down the aisle getting married. Yes. And then he kills himself. This is the first ballet ever created because it is French. Oh. Lots of feed. Just telling you. Get into the microphone. It's scary. It is, yes. It's a scary history lesson. It's not a story. It is a story. It is about... It is a ballet. It was real to me. It was... Well, you have it's the very wings. Very real. 
You have the wings. Here we are, moving around the cage, trying to find us. We will play hide and seek with you. Where could we be behind the, behind those little behind those little towers, maybe? Maybe. I don't want anyone to see me. Are you? You can't you hide all night. I'm shy. Clearly, it is animal style. You can let your animal really out. You can. Spread your wings if you know what I mean, you know. You just told me about these witches and how they want to put me in their zoo. I don't think I'm ready. You're not ready. Hey, you have to you have to get out into the world. Do not be afraid. Do not do it. You must be brave, little okay. folks. Okay. Little flying fox. I'll try. Alright. I'm oh, still not ready. You're not ready to come out. Oh, oh, looking around the cage. We could find up there. Oh, oh. Oh, no, that was just our dinner. Those were some delicious figs that we ate, you know, because we are fruitarians. I love fruit. I love fruit. I think too. some of the fruit I ate was fermented. <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel funny. <laughs> I lost myself there I, for a second. <laughs> I just keep flying around in circles and in circles. You know, the butterflies are always drunk. Those crazy things. They live for two weeks. They are drunk and they fuck all the time. And then they die. It's so beautiful. I've eaten a few butterflies in my time, you know. Wish I was a butterfly. Yes. I was too playing hide and go seek in our cage. Swing it around. It sounded like Arnold Schwarzenegger there for a second. But no, he is not French. Just Austrian. I've never been to Austria. Neither have I. I've never left this cage. Do they have cage. witches there? Probably. I don't want to go. I want to get out of this cage. I like my cave. <laughs> yes. Well, sadly, they do not give us caves in this I cage. I feel safe in this cage. I feel very safe around you. I feel very comfortable. I don't know if you should feel safe. I'm going to, I'm going to stretch my I hear there's witches clothes. after me. They are. In white, in white vans, they're coming after you. No, <laughs> They are going to catch you, like, um, and maybe perform some experiments, you know, on your brain or something. That's what my mom always told me. Yes, well, after you have enough of the ripened, fermented figs, we have to test the brain and see what happens. Flying in circles is crazy. Here we are, animal style. I know, it's very hard. It's only been... It's hard to uh, talk it. I mean, if we could see, if we could see ourselves better, we would know how to respond to to the world around us. But it's almost like we I'm are blind. I'm not ready for the world around me. It is like we are blind, like bats. <laughs> but we are not bats. We are foxes. French flying foxes. Oh, oh! Do you see the movement? Do you see us flying around? There I am, hanging from the bar. Ah, oh, there I am. Oh. I'm, I'm hanging from the bar. The I've bar is very, very low. I've admired your acrobatic skills. Oh, thank you. I've been practicing my handstands for a long time now. I can do those very easily. There I am flapping my wings. See me, my beautiful wingspan? Yes. Animal style. Come into, I will, I will hug you with my big bat wings. I think we have to stay six feet apart. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the bats is what started this entire thing. I think that was a rumor. I, I don't want to get anybody sick. I do. <laughs> oh, maybe it was the witches. Maybe the yes. witches be started COVID because they got sick. 
baby. I I think that uh, they were using, uh, there are some stew that I ate. There have been some rumbles and tumbles in my tummy. Like there is a mumble and a grumble, like a cauldron in my tummy. You did not see my poop? Oh, Was it, was it explosive. the fermented fig? Maybe. It's very scary. It's all over the cake. I'll, I'll show eat you your leftovers. There. Oh, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> if they made you feel bad. We have a feces addict in the house. This is exciting. I get no idea. This is your... The, the problem is, you know, if you're hanging upside down, your poop just goes on yourself. It, it's like a trickle-down problem. You have to... I guess I can help clean you up then. Thank you. Oh, oh there. Now you see my oh. beautiful face. There I am, guy, guy. Gee, gee, fox. The, oh, there it's oh. there. You flew right by the, the camera. I didn't want the camera to see me, so I just flew really fast. Well, you know, it's the beginning of the show when I was hiding. I was actually, uh, I was actually smoking some drugs to get ready for this, for this uh, Twitch program, Animal Style 4. I need the sauce to get going, if you know what I mean. That's the smell. That's the smell. That, <laughs> yes. I smoked my first crack last Tuesday. It was, uh, it smells like burning plastic. It's crazy. That is why. Did you not see me in the cage flying around like crazy that day? That was. I was concerned. I was a little concerned. Yes. We did a crazy Zoom meeting with another cage of flying foxes, and I thought it would be fun, you know. Zoom, zoom around my cage room. Zoom, zoom around the cage. Oh my goodness. How do you. What do you. What do you think about the French music in the background? It reminds me of that time we. Shared in Paris. Oh, the time. I will never forget. Tell me about that. I do not remember the time for I am always on the drugs. I cannot remember all of these stories. That was the time that you got me to smoke with you. Oh, I do not remember. Oh, I can never forget. Is that when we no smoked? No matter how hard I tried. We smoked the PCP? Is this what we smoked this time? Maybe. I'd say, that's really the sauce. We get, we get in the sauce and get very wet in the sauce. With the PCP. It's crazy. I do not remember very much of that night I, at all. It was really romantic and special to me. We went to the Eiffel Tower. You took me on a tour. You don't remember? I do. I have. I would like to be reminded of these times for not very many happy times happened for me lately. You had to be my translator because I don't know French. And then you tried to sell me to an Albanian man. Well, you know, we are very famous. Who was probably a witch? Maybe that makes sense. There is a huge bat trafficking underground international program. I don't know if you heard of. There's the, the bride. Of, I was going to say Frankenstein, but it was the, the baby bride of Epstein. It's <laughs> a different, different bat trafficking to witches kind of thing. You keep scaring me. I That's another scary story. I remember Epstein. It does. We cannot, they do not give us any uh, Netflix in the cage. We are just hanging here by ourselves on a very low bar, flying around, trying to keep ourselves entertained, you know? Have to stay on this, at the saucy animal sauce. There I am. I don't know if I'm lightheaded from hanging upside down or if it's from the figs. I, I think it's a combination of both. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. I'm starting to feel a little more comfortable. 
how can I make you, how can I groom you into being more comfortable so I can sell you to the witches on the international Transylvania <gasps> flying fox, baby fox train. Is that why you're always trying to get me out of the cage? Oh, I feel yes. safe in here. Trying to get you inside the box so I can send you in the mail. I put you in a box and then inside another box and then I will mail that box to Transylvania and when it arrives, they will smash it with a hammer. And then maybe you, they will use That's you. scary. Yes, they will eat your bones. I don't mean to keep scaring you, but... I startle easy. <laughs> Which is why you are still hiding and we cannot see you. I live in the dark. I keep myself in the dark. Sometimes... I live in the shadows. Like Batman, you live in a lair. I don't like men. Men are scary. I understand. They could be witches. Well, then I think they would be warlocks and they would be very much scarier. I think we should give all the men a virus. All right, I'm on board with if this. If they're going to put us in their soups, we might as well get oh, them I sick. Oh, I see, yes. Like our turtle friends, you know. They have a strange salmonella and then people die from eating the turtle meat. It's very smart of them, yes. So we should find, we should make up a new... We should get in the lab and make some real animal sauce. I will give you some, some, some flying fox semen, and we will turn it in to a crazy, a crazy mixture, and and then maybe inject it back. I have very sharp claws. I will poke you, and I will put it in there, and we will find out what happens. No, <laughs> you're like I think that's a good idea. I don't. We can infect. We can infect all of the all of the humans and Maybe take it'll over. spread around the whole world. That would be amazing. And then all the humans will live in cages like we do. I I think that FEMA is already on this tip, on this train. They are trying to put the people in the cages. And oh. the, I think it is a great idea. I'm a, There's I'm no on board. There's no original ideas anymore. No original. Put the people in the cages. Put the babies in the cages. You know, why not? This is what uh, this. I think some people are doing this. We are uh, flying foxes. We do not eat ice. We do not know a lot about cold things, ice. But I think that ice puts babies in cages. I do not know. I just heard rumors. It's also a good. Do they feel as safe as I do? The babies in the cages. Probably. I think if you uh, if you put if you put a baby in. You wrap them up and you put them in a tight space like a drawer or something. I think this is a safe place for them. I don't know what their mothers are doing with their babies. Oh, I'm flying by the screen. I d they didn't see me. I hope they didn't see me. Oh, yes, you're very hiding very nicely. I am in the... I, I like the spotlight, I tell you. Gee. Call me Gee. He's <laughs> 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 I am a guy, folks. Oh, there you are again. There we are together. We should fly around together. We should do a very choreographed dance like the lost feet from the beginning that I mentioned. I, you know, I did a little history today. Understanding. I actually, you cannot see, I have a tattoo. I have a tattoo on my, on my uh, bat wing. You cannot see because I am black and it is dark. And tattoos do not show up very well on, on, the, on my black wings. But it is actually of, it, it is actually of a lost feet a little. A little fairy because I am supposed to remember things you know about my life and things. Like memento. I, I don't want to get tattoos. I'm scared. You're scared of it. Does it, it hurt? Every, every, of course it hurts. <laughs> what would be the point of this tattoos if they did not hurt? What would be? Oh, I have it forever and it is so easy. You like the easy way out? I thought that you cannot get out. We are in the cage. 
There is no easy way. Chan. You are trapped here forever. I haven't experienced as much life. I don't know. I haven't experienced life out of the cage. I hear there's witches out there. Yes. <laughs> double, double toil and trouble. Puts you in the cauldron. Come on. <laughs> I will sell out all of my friends. I do not care. <laughs> keep, keep me alive in the cage from week to week. Everyone else can be sold to witches. And, uh, yeah, I think we should talk about your drug problem. Maybe. I know. It's starting to affect my life. Like that time you tried to sell me to but that Albanian man in Paris. I need the money, you know, for the, for the drugs I like to smoke. I am sorry if I can sell and you and you keep and me up all again. day? All when, day. You f when you fly around on your drugs? Yes, of course. When I'm trying to sleep during the day? Well, what I am trying to do is make you feel more and more uncomfortable so I can groom you into being, you know, so I can sell you over and over again. That is why it is, uh, it is like why a... Why do I keep coming back if I'm just gonna try to I don't understand again. why you keep flying back to me. I, I've groomed you. I don't understand you. it either. My feelings. You have to. All right, Fox, you have no feelings, please. Yeah, we are hanging from the very low the, bar it's here. It's not all bad. There's romantic times like that time we went to Paris. It was romantic, was it not? And I fed you the figs. As this is the thing, is I just have to give you the fermented figs. And I can I can make you do whatever I want. You don't even remember. He's perfect. Perfect. Now I am now I'm becoming like a predator fox. Like <laughs> a different kind of fox. I'm a flying fox. I'm not supposed to be a predator. But look what this cage has done to me. I think it's a conspiracy. I think maybe you're in cahoots with the witches. Of course. You figured out the plan. Oh, I'm so naive sometimes. Yes. Of course I have been working with the foxes. Uh, with the witches. I'm a fox. I'm a, like, a, you know, witches, they like they have a familiar. You do not, I mean, they have a familiar. Usually they are cats. But sometimes they are bats. And I am not a bat, but I have fooled the witches into thinking I am a bat. So there we go. I am undercover. <laughs> I am an undercover fox. I like being undercovers too, because I can hide. I know you're so romantic undercovers. <laughs> oh, yes. And I will take, I promise someday I will take you to Paris again. We will hide in the caves. We will go down into the catacombs, you know, where all the dead people are. And we will uh, fly around in the dark. It would be very fun. Like we are now flying I around. do feel comforted around dead people since they're trying to eat me all the time. All the time. It could be witches. They could be witches here in animal style. Now that I feel like we are best friends with you here. Hey, Julienne. It's a question for our producer. We have been doing it now. <laughs> we have, I feel very, I feel the animal style. <laughs> I feel that I need to smoke something more to be able to, to keep uh, being in the cage with, in front of everyone. It is, it can be very embarrassing. That I am back to your drug problem. Is, yes, of course. It is, you know, Halloween is very romantic. It's one of those things, you know, you get. You get, uh, get very romantic. But I don't like the witches. 
I like it, you're not a witch. You cannot tell. I can't tell. tell which humans are the witches and the real witches are not the real witches. Actually, I don't like Halloween at all. Can I stay home this year? You can stay wherever you want. Yes, the witch is hard to tell who is a witch and who is not a witch. I have done some witchy things this week, I tell you what. <laughs> I think we should just put all the humans on trial and see if they're witches or not. Oh, this is a good idea, like the crucible. We will check, we will see, all of the women are witches. And then we will take all of their land and keep it for ourselves. Just like what they did back then. That's why I keep <laughs> flying back to you, you have all the good ideas. All, <laughs> all the ideas. Well, I think that uh, this has been the 20, the, the, sink. no, that's five, the vant minute of animal style that we have done, that we have done, we have been successful, we've did it, we have it done, and I'd like to thank, I'd like to thank my other bat Charlie here for being part of animal style today, and I'd like to thank Julian for being our producer here on the Twitch channel on the Green Rex. And that has been us. That has been Guy Fox, and my special guest this week. Charlie. Charlie. And, uh, all right. Don't tell them where to find me because I don't want them to find me. You can find us next week here at six o'clock on Green Rex Animal I just Style. told you not to with say it. Fox. We'll see. I think that we could talk to different bats in the cage every week until we decide to be jellyfish or something else. <laughs> I don't know. I never know what's going to happen. Oh, we done good. Thank God. Yay! Rachel, we did it! Yay! There wasn't a lot of action happening. No, there wasn't a lot of action happening. Hey everybody, that was uh, that was that was that was Rachel Pinson and me <laughs> doing Pam Benjamin. Pam Benjamin doing ridiculous things. Now you're tuned into um, uh, thank you, Julian. Now we're tuned into mutinyradio.fm. It's happy hour at seven o'clock. We have a live comedy show. I'm gonna play some music until then, and we're gonna see what happens. Thank you so much. Did that work? Were you are you happy, Julian? We're, are, were we, okay, good. I'm so happy. Yay, it all worked out. Yay. Yay. Well, now, thank you. I'm going to deal with the Mutiny Radio stuff. Yay, you're the best, you're the best. Yay, yay, yay. Okay, bye-bye. All right. So, uh, hey, we're at Mutiny Radio. I'm going to play some music. And then at 7 o'clock, we have Comedy Outside. And don't gather, definitely do not gather, but we're going to be six feet apart from one another, and we're going to do some projected jokes outside. It's going to be a lot of fun here on Mutiny Radio. I'm going to put some music together when I think about stuff, because it's hard to do two things at once, like talk and type and think of song, and I just have to go to what I usually think of. Do you, does anyone want to give me that? Okay. I'll, I'll put this, I'll just put this up until I figure out something. Hold on. I can't do two, th I can't do three things at once. I can't do it. Uh, but thanks. That was, that was fun for me. Okay. I'm going to put on this old morning train and I'm going to do this. And then I'm going to do that. I love the of time. Never from my
on my mind and hands I work all day making up a, a burlap bag
Check, check, check.
I'm sitting in the railway station Got a ticket for my destination mm. On a tour of one night stands My suitcase and guitar in hand And every stop is neatly planned For a poet and a one-man band Homeward bound I wish I An endless stream of cigarettes and magazines mm. And each town looks the same to me The movies and the factories And every stranger space I see Reminds me that I long to be Homeward bound I wish I Should have 
is a take.
So just friendly things. Yeah. This is a good, that's a good environment. That was a solid choice. You said a mistake, it's not a mistake. Starting in like after the song. Distance. Make sure you have your distance. Don't put on the red light. Don't gather. Is it loud enough? Should I turn it up a little more? Or is this good? You're gonna, no, no, no audience response? Perfect. Just exactly what I'm used to. Asking a question and no one answers. That's perfect. That's Well, welcome to Outdoor Comedy here at Mutiny Radio. Hey, yeah. don't gather. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely stay far away here. I'll put that so that we so that you can't come on stage so we can keep our distance. Hey, neighbors. Hey. Uh, anybody learn any lessons this week in COVID self-isolation? Any big lessons that you learned hanging out by yourself, doing drugs, lots of, oh, you've been gardening, not doing drugs. Look at you, that's so healthy. That's nice. You're not, yeah. 
Anybody learn anything while they're, they're drinking? Anybody drinking a lot more during COVID? No? Microdosing? Yeah. You, uh, do you, I, uh, I microdosed some MDMA and then did a Zoom room. Anybody do that? Learn any lessons? Did that? Yep. Got on a Zoom room in uh, New Jersey. You want to learn some shit about yourself. <laughs> Microdose some drugs and get on with some people in New Jersey and you will learn some shit about yourself. That's what I learned this week in COVID times. Also learned that if you fall asleep on a Zoom room, a comedy Zoom room, they will paint a dick on your face. I don't know how they do that remotely, but I woke up with a dick on my face. How did they do that? Is that a new app I can get where I can just put dicks on people's faces? I'm sorry, I'm still in junior high. I think that that's, you fell, you fell asleep early? Be scared. Any, do you learn any lessons in COVID isolation? Not one. Not one. I wasn't asking you. It's not always about you, Nathan. <laughs> asking the nice lady behind you. Nothing. No, you didn't read a book. You haven't like gone through your whole J.D. Salinger collection and been like a lot of reading. What'd you read? What was the last book you read? What? What's something, Abby? Northanger Abbey. I watched a lot of Downton Abbey. Does that count? Is that... <laughs> Does that work? Anyone into anyone into like weird period romances? <laughs> like that's the only time I'm like trying not to have romances when I'm on my period. No, no, I'm into it. It's fine. I'm looking for <laughs> Yeah. I'm going through going through menopause. I'm looking for a young man to fuck the menopause right out of me. I don't know if that's possible, but I wanna run some data. I wanna do some kind of science fair project, see if that's I wanna have a science project and see if that works out for me. <laughs> I don't know lessons in COVID. I've been uh, masturbating a lot. I, my, my imagination is so vivid, I've been masturbating to podcasts. Anyone else do that? Yeah, that's a, uh, I, uh, I thought I, I thought I heard my neighbors having sex in the apartment building. Uh, and it was just my cats play fighting in the other room. You'd be surprised how easy it is to finish. It's not, it's no big deal. Cats, cats make the same kind of noise. It's, it's great. I have two cats. I've been petting my cats a lot in isolations. I used to have one cat. He died. Now I have two cats, and they're not good enough. They're not. They don't equal my one dead cat. That's not funny. That's just true. My cats aren't good enough. You have a dog, and you skateboard. That's cool. Hi. It is. Have your dog pull you on your skateboard. That's dangerous. I, I used to skateboard and I never wanted to wear a mouth guard because I thought it wasn't cool. But now in these COVID times, you get to cover your face so you can actually have more safety if you're skateboarding. I actually love these, these, these uh, COVID mask things because it covers up my crepey skin and you can't see how old I am because you can't see my neck. It's been great. It's like a cowl. I'm like a witch. You can't tell how old I am. Yay. Covering my neck. Good stuff. Hey, everybody. Yeah, I look like I was a cheerleader for Spider-Man, but I was actually a cheerleader for God. That was something I used to do. Anybody raised really religiously? Just me. I've been really excited because I was raised religiously, and I've been looking forward to the end times forever. This is amazing. I love the end times. This is what I've been trained for. It's good. Uh, no, I actually, was, I actually was a cheerleader for Christ, and I'll, I'll show you. Yeah, I need some crowd participation with this. Give me a K. Yes. Give me an I. I. Give me an L. L. Give me an 
kill? Who did the Jews kill? Jesus! Wait, I have to do my cheer. Put those nails in my hands. We'll all go to the promised land. Yay! Look, that's my new cheerleading trick. That's my new trick. I can put my leg in the air. I know. Uh, being a Christian cheerleader is, is not sexy because uh, the skirts are really long, you know? And my butt always hurt from protecting my virginity. Also, not sexy. Uh, my favorite Bible verse is actually Leviticus 20.12, which is if you sleep with your father-in-law, you should both be stoned. <laughs> I love to be stoned. Any other stoners in the house? Yeah. yeah! Anyone ever get so high that they forget how their own shower works? Has that happened to you in the morning? How does this? It's hot. It's cold. What's going on? I've lived here for 12 years. It's, it's like Airbnb in your own home. What's all this cat litter doing on the floor? I've paid a lot of money for this place. <laughs> I do. I love to smoke pot. I smoke a lot of pot, and I uh, think about how I never won the science fair and how I want to start a science fair for stoners, like with cool stoner ideas, right? Just need to kidnap a fifth grader and then go to town. I want to get on a bus with some litmus paper and like some Q-tips and bags and I want to find out what that liquid is on the nine. <laughs> like, What is that? Can you get chlamydia from the 22? These are important questions I want to see in a stoner science fair project. You know with the tri-folded thing. I have another stoner idea. Uh, yeah, I like to drink a lot and uh, sometimes I vomit in the morning. I don't know if that happens to other alcoholics, maybe just me, I don't know. But my science fair idea is if you have 36 degree water in the refrigerator and you slam like an eight ounce glass, right? And then you vomit it like 22 minutes later, but instead of doing it into the sink or the toilet, you do it into a cup. And then you got a small child to take the temperature of the vomit. How many calories did I burn being an alcoholic? It's a chemistry, it's a chemistry science fair question. Remember chemistry? Remember basic chemistry? No, you guys aren't into that. That's cool. I have another science fair project. Um, I've always wanted to use my body in the way God intended and not to like birth a baby, but just to create breast milk, you know, so that I can save the vegans, right? I can make cheese out of breast milk. It's 100% consent-based milk. I can save the vegans. Also, I consume so much marijuana that if you pump my breast milk, I can make TH cheese. Right? The question becomes, can you get high on your own supply? Like, is it, do I re reach weed singularity when I'm just eating my own cheese? That's fun. I'm glad you like the TH. Here's a, this is actually a real thing. Like, breast milk really does get the marijuana. So why aren't we feeding goats weed. Goats eat anything. So why aren't we feeding them mecky swag, right? And then the goats eat the weed and then we milk the goats and we literally make goat TH cheese. I'm excited. This is a TH secret that I can't believe nobody has <laughs> done yet. Am I the smartest person alive or do I just smoke way too much weed? I'm like, I know, I know the answers. I know all the answers. Here's the thing. We've been lied to for years. Everybody imagine the T-Rex bones. Okay, T-Rex bones. Okay, he's got that weird hip cap that forces him over. Got big beefy legs. Because of the hubris of man, we put the biggest, coolest dinosaur on two legs. It makes no sense. The T-Rex has no breastbone. But if you take that hip cap 
and you flip it around and make it into a breastbone, those big beefy legs become big beefy wings. The T-Rex was a dragon. The T-Rex was a dragon. Why do we have all this dragon mythology? Why? The Chinese people love the dragons. The Japanese, they tattoo themselves with dragons. They're St. George and the dragons. Dragons, dragons, dragons. The T-Rex was a dragon, you dummies. Right? The bones were put back together wrong. <laughs> Everything you believe is false because of the T-Rex bones, I'm telling you. <laughs> Trying to change the mind. I've actually convinced like five fifth graders that that's absolute truth, and I've got them spreading my... <laughs> right, <laughs> spreading my joy and wonderment. Yeah, <laughs> knock knock. Jesus, I know that guy exists or what? <laughs> Did he live with the dinosaurs? What happened to Jesus? Is he real? Is Jesus, who? Uh, knock knock. Feminism. I can get my own fucking door, thanks. I think it's the precept of fe feminism. I don't know. I don't know how that works. A lot of women burned bras and read books in the 70s so I can talk about my butthole on stage. <laughs> Which incidentally looks like someone threw a hand grenade into a, hand grenade into a deli. <laughs> it's meaty. <laughs> Yay. Feminism. I, uh, I don't like calling myself a feminist, but I have to, you know, because uh, what other words am I going to use to describe myself? I'm a, I'm a what man. Right? I'm a female, a person. We are all people. I know it's not spelled like that, but boys have a peephole and girls have a vagina. So I have to call myself a feminist because it's the only word spelled without the word men in it. <laughs> if you can't spell, you can get out your phones. It's okay, kids. You can. It's actually spelled with an I. Like I am a feminist. Oh. Spelling joke. Well, there's all these other words, like when we, when we, girls, we have, uh, you know, you turn 11 or 12 or whatever, and you start to menstruate. Ha <laughs> Menstruate. It's the one thing you can literally never do when you put your name all over it. <laughs> menstruate. Right? Girls have sex for the first time. What do they break? They're hymen. Hymen. Hi. I can have sex with all of you now. Hi. The one I do understand right now, you know, is menopause. Because men are certainly pausing. <laughs> They're like, ooh. <laughs> How old is she? I can't tell with that weird cowl on. That strange snood. <laughs> I'm a witch! <laughs> cool. One more feminist joke, and then we'll bring up our next comedian. Uh, I'm, uh, you guys look like a crowd that's into equality. Equality now. Yeah, right? Equality now. There's a way for us to easily do this and it's PG-13 movies, okay? Like right now, in a PG-13 movie, if you cover up the nipple, you can see 180% side boob. I'm into that, right? You get to see the butt, that's cool. So what I'm saying, what I'd like to see is some side scrote for equality, right? Because like, you know, genitals are actually seen, you're, you're not on board, let, let's imagine together a Martin Scorsese film, okay? There's an infinity pool, we'll call it Raging Balls. There's an infinity pool, Nick Cage, obviously the star. He's swimming up to the stairs. He's coming out of the stairs, uh, and his, his, his balls are deep in the water, so we can't see those. And his, his dick is above the stairs. So what we get to see is this beautiful stained glass side scrote for equality. No? No one's into equality now. 
I say, thank you. Equality now. Side scrote. It's fair. Keep it equal. <laughs> cool. Well, I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. Yay! I'm here, and I'm going to pepper jokes in between our comedians tonight, and I'm excited to see them. I decided you're all here. Clap for yourselves. Yay! Maintain your distance. Keep your masks on. Be safe. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, who we, You guys want to mad dog each other to see who's going first? Comedians? Nathan, why don't you go first? Yeah, yeah, Nathan's going to go first. Yeah, of course, yeah. You don't always get what you want. Uh, you're, you're next comedian. You should be excited to see him because he's going to move uh, to L.A. and go be famous. So you get to see him here now. Clap your hands together wildly for Nathan Lowe. Yay! Hi, people. How's it going? Feeling good? We all made it here. Look at you. You are not six feet apart at all. No, you cradled. You look at you. You're like white blood cells. <laughs> I'm glad to be here. I'm glad that Pam's doing this. Clap for Pam. I know. We're out here telling jigs, like dick jokes, on a curb for freedom. It's pretty exciting. I was, on the, I was on the bus the other day, and I took my mask off. Just for a second, I was checking my phone, and this lady gasped, like a, <gasps> like a big gasp. Like I had a tattoo that said, like, Kobe deserved it, just right on my lip. <laughs> it was way too big of a gasp. <gasps> really? Was it that bad? It was terrible? I was hiking. I was out, like, in the Presidio. No mask. It's over where I live. And a lady from 100 yards away pulls down her mask and streams, MASK! MASK! A lot of people in San Francisco like to say, like, they come up to me and say something. It's not like they'd come up to me to say it, but you'll hear this sometimes. If I was in Germany in the 40s, I wouldn't have been a Nazi. Wouldn't have done it. I would have seen that stuff was going on. I would have said, hmm, no, not for me. If you're pulling your mask down to scream at someone 100 yards away, you might have been a Nazi. Just a little bit. Just a tiny little bit. All right, we're going to put that joke under questionable. <laughs> you're alone for so long. You're alone in your house. Like, Because usually if you do sets all the time and you do shows all the time, you have people looking out and you can have a dumb idea. And then that night you can go do, do you like the dumb idea? And people go, no, it was really dumb. And you can go, okay, we'll tweak it. But here you just write it for a week. You're like, this is good. They're going to dig this Nazi mask joke. <laughs> and then you try it in front of people like, we're not ready for Nazis yet. I feel like it's the last thing we need. We didn't even need murder hornets, and we didn't believe that for a second. Did any of you believe murder hornets? Jack, did you see one? No, you didn't. It's weird, man. COVID and then this, and they said, you know what? Next race war. Okay, questionable too. I'm going to go through all of them. I'm going to go through the questionable stuff first. We're going to get to our PG-13 stuff later. Adele lost a lot of weight. <laughs> That's good. It's really good for her. I'm glad that she did. When are we going to know uh, when it's over? It's usually it's not over until... Until the... Until the until until maybe Adele sings until Adele in 2011 sings. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I had to get through all the weird shit first. I know it's been weird for me, especially like in COVID times. I like to think that I was gonna better myself. I'm gonna write. I'm gonna do stuff. But then I, I got like two weeks in, 
And have you ever pinched a shit off halfway through just so you can have something to do? Like for the next hour? <laughs> I'm not suicidal, but the Netflix curator in my brain was like, are you still watching? <laughs> still there? What's up, Rob? Do you, oh, you came up, made eye contact, and checked your watch? That's nice. Haven't seen you in four months checking his watch on me. But it's nice. I, I've been by myself for like three months, which is terrifying. I used to live with women, three women, all girls. Yeah, that'll do a lot for you. You learn a lot as a guy. I, like guys, we don't know even what we're capable of smelling like. I lived with girls for three months. It's just 70, 80 products in the bathroom. It's like Willy Wonka made a factory just for smells. I'm in there trying on everything. I'm like Augustus Gloop. I'm just rubbing that shit on my face. <laughs> my dick smells like an acai bowl right now. I didn't even know that was something you could smell like. like. Guys, we're really selling ourselves short with just sandalwood. Like, we have so many options. <laughs> I didn't know. There's so many things it takes, like, to be a girl. Girls, do you do some metal shit? Have any of you guys ever gotten an acid peel? Do you know what that is? Does anyone know? Guys, raise your hand if you know what an acid peel is and you're a man. Pick your hand up. You've seen my act. <laughs> you? You? Good. It's exactly as terrifying as it sounds. It's an acid! Peel! You're peeling layers of skin off your... Do you love me yet? Is this the layer that you wanted? <laughs> just like, it, they'll do that in a sugar scrub. It sounds nice, but it's not. You're just rubbing coarse skin, layers of skin. Just pour some sugar on me. In the name of love. I, I've learned a lot from living with girls, though. It like, cause they'll, that's some metal shit that Chloe will do on a Tuesday. So get an acid peel and then go home and watch a TV show about murder. <laughs> Who likes the murder shows? Clap if you dig that. Yeah? Y'all have your favorite murderer <laughs> to watch? Like they all watch it and like my female roommates did and I didn't understand it. It boggled my mind So I asked her about it. I said Novia. Why do you watch these shows? And she said Nathan Women are not as strong as men So we like to arm ourselves with information <laughs> Which is pretty cool, but I, I know it's bullshit because they we have a hide a key at our house. You know what a hide a key is? The little rocks with the fake false bottom. You get a key in there. They uh, they decorated it. They decorated the hide a key. It's a little false rock and it's on the table. I went outside. They put like a circle of sand dollars around it because <laughs> I guess there weren't enough to make an arrow. I went and I hit it and I went. I went back in. I said, guys, I hid the hide key Don't worry. And they said, why? I said, to hide it! <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> but I'm trying to learn. You live with girls. It, it helps. It helps sometimes with, like, the dating life. Girls, you're weird about it. Like, because <laughs> girls will get in a relationship with a guy. We, do, we Actually, we all do this in our 20s. We'll see somebody with a massive red flag. And we just Christmas wrap it and package it and hand it to our friends. Look at this guy. My roommate dated this guy like for two weeks. She comes in, she says, this guy's great. He's independent. He's unshackled himself from an oppressive family. He's out there pursuing his dreams. Cut to three weeks later. What kind of a fucking psycho doesn't even talk to his family? <laughs> it's something we all do. I mean, like, you've, you've dated people like that before, right? Yes? 
Psychos. Yes, you. Yeah. No, no psychos. Just wait. It's coming. It's going to seem normal for a minute, and then the snakes are coming out. Like, like I've, I have bad judgment. Bad judgment with girls. I dated two snake girls in a row. Do you know what a snake girl is? People who think snakes are cute. These fucking psychos. <laughs> See any of them? This is my pet snake. Its name's Eve. It's just saying hi. No, it's trying to strangle your hand. It's like this blood hole isn't big enough to do the job. <laughs> I th all right, if you don't know what a snake girl is, I'll give you a different example. Do you know what a horse girl is? <laughs> Got a laugh there. You've known a couple, huh? Always a lot of gums for some reason. Really stoked about Disney Plus coming out. <laughs> like my sister was like that. Like she, she's one of those Disney people. Have you ever? Do you have anyone in your life who they just sing? It's Tuesday, like no reason, no song. There's no actual song. They just feel the joy. I'm going, I'm walking down the street. I only sing when I'm like borderline suicidal. <laughs> walking around my house, my life's going nowhere. 26, I just jerked off into a toilet. If you're a guy, you under, if you're a guy with three girls living in your house, you know what that means. It's kind of like when you're in a hurry and you have to eat your meal really quickly over the sink. <laughs> it's like that. I'm in a rush, but I seem a little angry. Let's calm this shit down. Watch some stepsisters. All right, questionable too. We'll write that one down next to the other questionable jokes. <laughs> but a snake girl is the total opposite of a horse girl. This girl like lost her virginity in the back of a Spencer's. Definitely wants to talk to you about her astrological sign. Which I didn't understand. Like when I moved here from the south, like deep, deep south, I didn't know anything about astronomy. This girl came up to me at a party and she's like, I'm a cancer. I said, what is that, like a six, seven month commitment? I could probably, <laughs> I could probably swing that. It's right in my wheelhouse. <laughs> Got this tight little funeral number in the back of my closet I was trying to squeeze into. <laughs> But I don't get the Zodiac. It's celestial racism. It just it doesn't make sense to me. Every time a girl asks me, I just say a different one because I know I'm going to get the same answer. What are you? I'm an Aries. Oh, my God, I could tell by how you use chopsticks. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb. But uh, well, no, I am an Aries. I was born on midnight. Figure that out, fucking Copernicus. Guys, you guys have been great. Actually, I'm ready to hand it off. I'm satisfied with that. My name's Nathan Lowe. Give it up for your host, Pam Benjamin. Yay. Nathan Lowe. Yay. So I'm a Libra. <laughs> <laughs> Means I can't make decisions ever. <laughs> now I don't I don't know anything about astrological signs either. But I did learn last week in COVID self-isolation that I'm a witch. <laughs> No, I can read and I'm doing spells. It's crazy. <laughs> it's, I've gone batshit crazy. I actually literally have. And I'm going to bite the bat's head off and use it in a spell. <laughs> Spending a lot of time alone, everybody. All right. Uh, wait, what happened? Oh, you have a question? What's up? Oh, which, which witchcraft what? I got tarot cards inside. We can do a reading later. Oh, yeah, I'm totally good at it. Like, it's crazy. I, like, just feel the universe, and I just, like, read the cards, and it's real. It's so real. I, like, read them. I've also been using the magic eight ball quite a bit to make life decisions. Anyone else? No? Believing in the... <laughs> We're just vibrations. It's okay. Your next comedian. That's me up next. He's here. <laughs> That's me, everybody. That's... 
<laughs> Are you gonna sit down? He's gonna do. He's gonna do sit down instead of stand up. Uh, hey, everybody. He's gonna do whatever he wants. Put your hands together, Sam Carroll. Yay! I will do whatever I want. God damn. I know. I choose to stand, not because it's in the name, but because I want to. Ass, piss, shit, fuck. We're essential, and it feels good. It does. That was essential. What I just said. How many of you are here because you saw the article in SF Gate that was written about us? There we go. There's one. All right, all right, all right. Let me just clear the air on one thing. That part about the LGBT joke not landing, that's not true. That's not true at all. Here's what happened. I'll tell you what happened. So the joke is that I'm donating my penis to a transgender person, and the surgeon, like as is done with all transplants, puts it in an ice chest which is obviously giving me major shrinkage, right? I'm supposed to be getting top dollar for this dick and this guy's fucking me. Anyways, all right, with that being said, <laughs> that's the last time I donate my penis. At <laughs> We're essential, that's all essential. It's interesting to see what businesses are essential. Pornography is still essential, despite a substantial lack in testing. That's that's essential. Um, but, like, there's no way they're shutting that shit down. No way. Like, you know what happens when cops show up to porn sets? It happens every time. We've all seen it a million times. They're not shutting that shit down. No way. While we're on the subject. My favorite category of porn, honestly, it's got to be POV. You familiar with this? Point of view. Everybody loves it point of view. Except I'm, pre I'm pretty specific about the view. I only like season three and beyond because that's when they added Whoopi. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't watch porn. I don't. Honest to God. I don't watch porn. I jerk off to my imagination as you should do. You know, But it, it does feel a little narcissistic to jerk off to one's imagination. You know, you just, you're doing your thing. Sam, you're so creative, Sam. You know, it's just not, it doesn't feel right. It doesn't always feel good. You know, why is it going to be my imagination that I got to jerk off to? Why, why can't I jerk off to someone else's imagination? If I could choose one person whose imagination I could jerk off to, it'd be a toss-up, I think. It'd be pretty close. It'd be between Ron Jeremy and Georgia O'Keeffe, I think. It'd be close. be a nail-biter. Yeah. But why do any of that when you can swipe right and have casual sex with a stranger, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You know, people forget, Steve Jobs had the original dating app. He called it the iWood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's great. It never got past beta testing, though, because all the betas that were testing it, they just didn't understand the concept of swiping left. They didn't get it. The virginities were fucking up the algorithms. It didn't make any sense to them. <laughs> What's up, Jack? Why don't you fucking speak up? Why don't you fucking speak up, AJ? Fuck you up, dude. Jimmy Fallon's getting canceled for blackface. That's nice. That's new. That's interesting. Gives me something to look at. Uh, I don't even fuck about that. I just hope his Ben and Jerry's flavor doesn't get canceled. That shit is good. You know what I mean? The Tonight Dough. It's a thin layer of chocolate over a mild vanilla. Fucking tasty, dude. I like that a lot. You know, my uh, my mom thinks I should get my life together. Obviously, um, you know she's worried about she's worried about death. 
in in this pandemic. You know, she is. She sat me and my sister down the other day. She said, I want you two to have grandchildren before I die. My sister goes, Mom, don't you think they come out a little fucked up? <laughs> I said, whoa, sister. You're not seriously entertaining the possibility of you and I having a child. With everything that's going on, it's crazy. It's craziness. <laughs> crazy. You know, I told my mom I'd give her naming rights, though. She said she'd pick something out of the baby name book, though. Like, what the fuck? I told her, Mom, this is my inbred child we're talking about here. I don't want him to get bullied, you know? Let's pick something out of the adult name book. Please. Please. Thank you. My mom's like, they're the same thing, baby names, adult names. They're all the same thing. Like, no, they're not. What about chastity? You can't name a baby chastity. It's hypocritical. You gotta earn chastity, you know what I mean? You gotta earn it the same way Pocahontas earned her name. You gotta suck a lot of white cocks. I'm sorry. Thank you, you guys have been great. That's all I got. <laughs> Sam Carroll, everyone! Yay! This is nice, this is nice. We're, we're used to a light smattering of applause. That's perfect. Yay. Sam Carroll, it's so nice. I'm trying to think of a way to cleanse the palate of this lovely <laughs> <laughs> group before I bring up the next. Uh, uh, because our next comedian's a lady, I'll, I'll do this. Uh, how many feminists does it take to screw in a light bulb? Cats! Cats, 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 cats! I have, I'm a crazy cat lady, but not in the way you think. I wanna, I wanna take my cat and I wanna shave him, and then I wanna knit a sweater out of his fur and then I want to make him wear it. Because I'm crazy! Got a cat lady! I love cats! Right, your next comedian, she loves all animals. She's a hilarious woman. She's going to make you laugh. Put your hands together for Rachel Pinson! Yay! Yay! I don't know if I love lesbians or just the way they taste. Think about that for a minute. I used to date a bunch of losers to try to disappoint my parents, but then I realized that I am a strong, independent disappointment to my parents, and I don't need a man to help me with that, right? I'm a feminist. It's interesting times to live. I keep hearing people echo the same thing, you know, fuck the police, fuck the police, fuck the police, fuck the police. I get it, but it's also like, I don't agree, I don't. Like, you know, don't fuck the police because that's how you make more police. <laughs> you fuck them and they multiply. I say, fuck a judge and get everybody off. Yeah. I'm really into nerdy guys, but that's hard for me because I am an extrovert with tits and that is nerd kryptonite. I can't get them to look at me or talk to me, but when they do talk to me, it's online, and they say really cute things, like cutest things, like, hey, um, you spelled misogyny wrong, you dumb bitch. <laughs> Be still my heart. <laughs> 
COVID's COVID times, it's really interesting. Everyone's like, stock up on toilet paper. You're going to run out of toilet paper. Everyone get toilet paper. So I got a lot of toilet paper, but nobody prepared me for how quickly I was going to go through batteries, you know? <laughs> I'm lonely. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I have a lot of insecurities, you know, so I like to air them on microphones. I don't know how you guys deal with your insecurities. Like, I just struggle with body image. Like, I'm not thin enough to be conventionally hot like in a magazine, but I'm not fat enough to be fetishized for how fat I am. You know, like, I can't do BBW porn, like, yet, but I'm working on it, you know, like, one cheeseburger at a time. But I constantly get mistaken for being pregnant. Does that ever happen to you? Yeah, I know, it's super relatable. But you know, it's 2020. We're into body positivity or some shit like that. That's what they tell me. You know, so I figure, you know, instead of like being down on myself or negative or like dieting and exercising, I can just use this to my advantage. Back when I could ride the BART, you know, <laughs> and I saw it was full of people. <laughs> I just kind of waddled on there with my hand on my belly button and this look on my face like I'm holding in a fart. Like maybe someone will notice, man, would you like to sit down? Like, oh, wow, <laughs> priority seating. That's so kind of you, you know. And then they would start asking me questions like, hey, how far along are you? Oh, yeah, just like two more stops. <laughs> two more stops and I'm home. I'm like, no, like the belly, like how far? I'm like, oh, I'm like 28 years. <laughs> I'm from the Midwest. Woo, yeah. Sure, I never hear that. That's great. That's great. Actually, I'm from Ohio. If you look at the map, there's nothing west about it at all. But nobody believes me when I tell them that I'm Middle, e Middle Eastern, you know? So <laughs> stop saying that. I was raised by lesbian parents in the Midwest. And growing up, people would ask me questions all the time about it. Like, oh, two moms. That's weird. Was it rough? Like, no, it wasn't. But now I live in the Bay Area. It's a different concern. They're like, whoa, the Midwest, that's weird. Was it rough? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was weird. We didn't even have an ocean. We just had a lake that you could set on fire, you know? <laughs> and they were like, are you going to turn queer? I'm like, I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> but, like, how many lakes does it take before your college experiment turns gay? Does anyone know? <laughs> I'm doing an independent college study. What did you say? 10,000 licks. Yes, finally, some answers. That's good. <laughs> you guys know what resting bitch face is? I see some of you have it. You know, like, I'm jealous, man. I'm so jealous. I wish that I had a resting bitch face because I have, like, a resting helpful lady face or something. Like, strangers. Yeah, I know. It's true. I'm like, this is real life, baby. I'm not making it up. Dude, like strangers put their trust in me all the time, even if they shouldn't, you know, like they're asking me for directions. Does that happen to you too? They like, ask me for directions. I don't know where the fuck I'm going, you know? So I just start making shit up, you know? I'm like, oh, oh, you want to get to where? The Civic Center? Okay. So you want to go to this street, turn a left, you're going to get to a bridge. Can you answer riddles? Because that homeless guy's actually a troll. He's going to tell you where to go from here, you know? <laughs> Like, I can't sit alone on public transportation because I look like a kindergarten teacher and people feel safe with me. They'll just <laughs> sit down right next to me no matter what they smell like. Sucks. Like, maybe because I look like a kindergarten teacher, they'll think I'll know what to do if an active shooter gets on the bus. I don't. You know, 
But I think the worst case of helpful lady face I've ever had was when I was at a concert and a stranger just hands me their baby and says, will you take her? She's scared. <laughs> scared? She's about to be more scared. You think I'm not going to sell that fucking baby, dude? Like, oh, uh, what's that worth? Like $10,000? I'm trying to afford rent in the Bay Area. Like maybe 30000 if it's like a blonde baby. I don't know. That's what my cousins would tell me. I had a boyfriend and we quit drinking together. So then I just started drinking alone, you know? It worked. Uh, it didn't work out though. But I like, I don't know why. <laughs> I like that face, Jack. That's good. That's good. <laughs> COVID times is a really good time to like break it off with a clingy boyfriend, you know? It's like six feet, man. Or like a hundred yards. That's what the court said, you know? like. 100 <laughs> I grew up really trashy, but I didn't know that. I didn't know that until other people pointed it out. You know, like I went to college, and my roommates were like, you want to go thrifting? And I'm like, you mean back to school shopping? Because I already did that. You know, like I had to call up my boyfriend in high school, and I was like, dude, you might want to get yourself checked. He's like, what, have you been cheating on me? I'm like, for head lice, dude, because <laughs> But the, this boyfriend I had, he was, he was Asian. I think he fetishized me for being trashy a little bit. Because he was like asking me things like, hey, could you say something to me, but like in a country accent? Like, okay, I guess, I'll try. I'm 13 years old, don't tell me how to raise my baby. <laughs> Mama didn't pay the water bill, that's okay, because we got Mountain Dew. <laughs> I want you to kiss me wildly and passionately. Like my cousin when he wants one of my oxies, you know? <laughs> yeah, the, the one thing about Ohio is that the opiate crisis there is like horrible. Like it's terrible. Like how bad was it? Yeah, you, uh, yeah, yeah, dude, it's so bad. How bad was it? It was so bad. <laughs> the, do you guys know the show Intervention where they would follow an addict around with a camera and they're like, you're ruining your life and you're ruining all of our lives and we want to send you to rehab and get you help. Well, they came to my hometown, and I'm looking around, and, like, everybody's, like, nodding off, and they're all fucked. And I'm like, they're going to have to do the whole town. And they did. They did the whole town. And they called it Hillbilly Heroin, and they didn't even do an intervention. They didn't save anybody. They just came in, and they were like, this is fucked, America. We're out. And that's what I did. You know, that's why I'm here. But we're all watching it together as a family, like, gathering around the TV, like, who are we going to know? It showed a dilapidated building. In my sister's backyard, her dog was in it. My nieces get so excited. They're like, Rufus is famous. Oh, my God. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> what a shitty thing to be famous for. <laughs> but what an even shittier way to find out that your sister's dog's been on drugs, man. Let's get Rufus some help. I lost a few good men. I lost a few good men to the war on drugs. Like George, Andrew, a couple Benjamins, a whole Jackson 5 one night. That was rough. Growing up, I thought my family was really religious because they would take me to church once a week. I would sit there. There was a guy at the pew. It started with a prayer. It was a serenity prayer. Those were Alcoholics Anonymous meetings. We weren't religious. <laughs> and I thought that the term alcoholic was just a synonym for adult because every adult I knew was like, hi, I'm Jim. I'm an alcoholic. Oh, hi, Jim. Turns out I was right, it is. It is a synonym for adult. 
I'm really approachable, as we discussed earlier, but, like, I've had to come up with my own line of defenses to get people to leave me alone, because I really don't like being mean to people. I don't like to be violent. So I've decided I can just out-crazy people. Have you ever tried this method? I'll show you how it works. He has. He's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so whenever I get a, hey, girl, nice ass, I'm just like, oh, my God. Are you saying you can actually see me? The curse has been lifted. The wizard's going to be so pissed. You know? And then when I get a, hey, girl, what are you doing all alone in the city? <laughs> alone. <laughs> alone alone i'm not alone i'm with all my friends can't you see them we have stalin mussolini and hitler we're all going to band practice don't you want to come no where are you and then when i'm in a really sketchy neighborhood i just piss myself and walk around barefoot maybe throwing one of these like no one's gonna sit next to me on that bus anymore you know but if all those lines of defense don't work and they still don't leave me alone, I found a way. I found a way to get men to leave me alone. Do you want to know my secret? Do you want to know my secret, ladies, to get men to leave me alone? All I have to do is let them get me pregnant. And then they never talk to me again. It's great. It works every time. It worked, it worked that one time. All right. Thanks, everyone. Rachel Benson, everyone! Let her, yay! I'm so glad she was talking about catcalling. That's something I really do understand, you know? Because I have, I have a kitten. I have a new kitten. And uh, yeah, I know, she's really cute. And I follow her around the house, and I'm like, baby girl, come here. Come here, baby girl, come here. You know, and she ignores me and then shows me her butthole. I'm like, yeah, and I run over there, and I pick her up without consent, and I flip her over and turn her into a baby and kiss her on the mouth. I understand catcalling. You know, it just doesn't work. I live in the Tenderloin. I know that it's COVID times. Wow, I was a San Francisco 6. I'm a COVID 10. Like, I show my mouth. I'm not always wearing a mask. They're like, wow, I can see your lips. What? One guy the other day, he said, Girl, you be walking like you got someplace to live. <laughs> that's a compliment. I think that's a, I don't think that's catcalling, that's complimenting. Another gentleman I walked by and he said, You've been living a long time to look 22. <laughs> compliment, not catcalling. Uh, another gentleman I walked by and he said, You look like you know something. I was like, dude, you get me. I've always wanted to be seen as smart. Now, where do we fuck? You know, like, he really got me. He really warmed my cockles. Uh, your next comedian, he's a hilarious guy. He hasn't done comedy in 75 days, so we're going to see what happens. Put your hands together, everybody. It's Jack Ferguson. Yay! Oh, man. Put it, you know, clap for yourself. Oh, there you go. Clap for yourselves, guys, because this is uh, open mic comedy, and we have like 30 people here, which, you know, doesn't happen for open mic comedy. If you're. Oh, excuse me. It's a book show with a bunch of open micers. And, uh. <laughs> yeah, how are you guys doing? You guys doing well? <laughs> no, you're not. You're <laughs> Everyone's doing horrible. <laughs> we have a. There's a race riot in the whitest city in America right now. 
It's like if there were Vegas odds on what city would be the next city to have a race riot, I am pretty sure Minneapolis would be like bottom of those odds, you know? The bookies would be like, yeah, man, there's like, first of all, there's like 12 black people there. Second of all, half the year you can't even go outside, so there's no way that crowds are going to gather outside. You know, you can't have a race riot if your spit freezes before it hits the ground. I um it has been it's been it's been a long time since I did comedy. I used to do this every day and then uh I couldn't anymore. I had to do other things, right? I started reading a lot. Uh yeah, I started reading I reread Harry Potter because that's my emotional age. And uh you know, I feel like I've I've come to terms with the fact that I'm a Hufflepuff. Yeah. You know? Like I feel like adulthood is realizing and accepting that you're a Hufflepuff. You know? Like a long, a long time ago, I would have said, you know, I'm a Gryffindor, I'm a Slytherin, I'm a Ravenclaw, but no, I know that I'm a Hufflepuff, and I'm proud because Hufflepuff is the house that parties, <laughs> right? Like, think about it. If you want to go to school and, like, really study hard or whatever, you go to Stanford. If you want to go to school and have a good time, you go to Chico State. That's Hufflepuff, baby, you know? <laughs> like, that's where you go to really live it up. Like, how do I know that Hufflepuff parties is because they never they were never a part of the plot you know <laughs> like a Harry was off killing snakes with magic or whatever and the Hufflepuffs were passed out in their room because they did wizard drugs the night before you know <laughs> like why do you think we followed Harry Potter all the way through like high school and it never once even mentioned marijuana you know like he didn't re he didn't do regular drugs do you think that like like, you think wizards didn't have better drugs than humans? They could, they, like, that's ridiculous, you know? Like, the one thing he did, he took a polyjuice potion, which is something that can change you into any form that you want, right? You guys remember? I'm assuming that you guys have read Harry Potter, which I'm, I know for a fact some of you haven't. And for those of you who haven't, this joke's just not for you, you know? <laughs> like, I'm sorry, you're going to have to get through it. Hopefully something I say later will resonate. But this is, you know, I'm talking about Harry Potter now. So, like, uh, Harry took a polyjuice potion, and the only reason he did it was it's a, it's a potion that can change you into whatever form you want, you know? Any human-looking can change you to a cat, you know, which Pam would love. That's the... And all that he did with it was fuck with Malfoy, and then he never used it again. If you gave a Hufflepuff a polyjuice potion and left him alone for two hours... You come back to, like, Scarlett Johansson getting fucked by Danny DeVito, you know? <laughs> like, heck, I can't believe that was never even considered. They never used it again, you know? <laughs> if you get, he, you know how Harry Potter, how old he was when he got that? He was 15 years old. He was a 15-year-old boy who just got a potion that can turn a human into whatever woman he imagines. And you don't think him and Ron are going to take advantage of that? You're crazy, you know? I don't know. Ha like, last one. Like, Hufflepuff, people are like, Hufflepuff doesn't party, right? Hufflepuff, the, who's the head of the Gryffindor house, right? Professor McGonagall. Biggest hardo of all time. Head of the Hufflepuff house? Pomona Sprout, professor of herbology, you know? <laughs> hey, hell yeah, baby, let's go. That's a sick car. That's a, is that a Model T? Damn. That's old San Francisco right there. That's a time traveler. <laughs> I love how it's like you get heckled by cars when you're doing this. You know? 
Like something that comedians have been doing is we've been doing things called Zoom rooms, which means that on Zoom, you guys know Zoom, we go and do like an open mic. So like people will come on and watch each other and it's horrible. But the one good thing about it is like when we get heckled, it's so much harder to heckle someone when they can see your living room, you know? Like, yeah, my joke sucks, but those are empty beer cans on the ground. Like, you should pick those up before you call me an asshole, you know? <laughs> you're, you're literally on a futon right now, so maybe quiet down. I don't know. I'm going to try some jokes that, uh, that I did before the quarantine and just see if they're relevant at all. Because uh, I feel like nothing from before the quarantine is relevant now. <laughs> but we'll see. We'll find out based on laughter. Uh, I was listening to the commer a commercial the other day, and it was someone they said, um, it was a commercial for Country Crock, which is fake butter. Uh, and they said, Country Crock, so good, even butter lovers will love it. <laughs> who is a butter lover? <laughs> like, who likes butter so much that they, they self-identify as a butter lover, you know? And you know, see, there you go. He probably loves country crock. And the funny thing is, those people, of course they love country crock because it tastes like butter. That's, they're the number one demographic for country crock is people who, if you don't like butter, you're not going to like country cock. It's a thing that's made country cock. Uh, now, that's what we call a, a Freudian slip. And it's been a long time, guys. Uh, I don't know. It's nice of you guys to stop by. It's nice of you guys to watch. It's like you guys saw someone having a psychological breakdown with a microphone, and you're like, I'll watch that. <laughs> you know? That tells you just like how lonely we all are, you know? Y'all are willing to watch someone just talk about country cock for <laughs> 10 minutes and, and been like, oh, you'll go home and tell your friends about this shit, you know? <laughs> like, we would just go to the supermarket, and this guy was talking about cock, and it was like, there are probably people who live around here who don't like this, but they probably, you know what? We're all going crazy. They probably haven't called the cops because they just think this is a voice in their head, you know? <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm actually crazy. I don't know if you guys can tell. I'm bipolar, which uh, diagnosed crazy, you know? And a lot of people feel bad for you when you tell them that, but you definitely, you shouldn't, right? Like, I feel bad for you, you know? Like, there's advantages that I have that you don't have. You guys, t if you want to get high, you have to take pills, right? All I have to do is stop taking pills. <laughs> That's freedom, baby, you know? <laughs> That's the way it is for me. And people say, f like, kind of annoying stuff to you, though. Uh oh, it's fire department. <laughs> it's just socially distanced, you know? Don't worry about us. Dude, that this uh, the fire department fucks though. You know, like that was they weren't here to shut this down, dude. They're going to solve a fire. They have bigger things to do than annoy civilians, right? Hopefully they don't come back because I'm beating my words. But <laughs> I really, there's a guy with a huge camera over there too. So <laughs> it's a uh, oh, it's a documentary. Okay. <laughs> So don't, <laughs> you guys, don't don't use this on the internet if I get famous, because <laughs> get <laughs> getting recorded. Um, no, I don't know. I am I am bipolar, right? I've been, have, do you guys know what getting 5150 is? Okay, yeah. so all the comedians answered yes. <laughs> <laughs> and 
all of the regular people who aren't used to it's getting 51 feet 50 means that you get take to, taken to the psych ward against your will yeah so <laughs> right <laughs> so in my case uh, they were like, hey, you're sick, you need to go to the hospital. And I said, I'm Christ, I will not be detained! <laughs> and then they tasered me, and, uh, and I woke up in the hospital. <laughs> it's alright, I'm fine now. Um, but it was funny while I was in there, you know, it wasn't what I expected, the psych ward. Like, that padded room you always see in movies and shit like that, doesn't exist. There's no padded room. Which I was bummed about, because if I was in there, at least I wanted to learn how to do a backflip, you know? <laughs> Spend my time wisely, right? And there were also undergraduate med students who were there as part of their education. And I like to fuck with those people a little bit, you know? Like, they'd sit down and I'd go, oh, what are you in for? And they'd go, oh, oh no, 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 no. No, I'm training to be a doctor. I'm going to leave in the afternoon. I'm just visiting. And then I'd go... Yeah, that's what they told me, too. <laughs> you ever seen Shutter Island? You're going to be here forever, man. <laughs> yeah. All right, good. Those are jokes that I wrote before the quarantine, so I guess some of them still apply, huh? Um, hey, thank you. Uh, we, got a, uh, we got a quarantine pup, my family did. We got a quarantine puppy, and we just uh, we bought him. We didn't adopt him. And uh, some people have been giving me shit for that. They're like, you didn't adopt him? There's so many dogs in need, you should have adopted him. I was like, oh, really? You, you, did you adopt your dog? Where did you adopt them from? They were like, oh, an uh, uh, animal shelter. They're like, oh, how did he get to that animal shelter? It's like, oh, well, you know, an, a human captured him. It's like, oh, so you just took him from a human that is being paid by your tax dollars to stay. All right, I guess you guys are pretty pro-dog. <laughs> Listen, the point is, is that when you adopt a dog, you are also funding the capture of these dogs. I think that's what people, like, have you ever been to Mexico? Dogs don't need homes, you know? They're fine on their own. They can roam around. It's the humans that round them up and are like, all right, somebody better adopt you. Otherwise, you know? It's like, no, we didn't want an adopted, we didn't need an ugly dog with PTSD. That's not... It's the truth, even though I could, you know, tell some of you are reluctant to accept it. I love all dogs. I love all dogs, all right? But I wanted a pretty one, and <laughs> it's, I don't know. Um, I, think that, I think that men think about sex the same way that dogs think about food. Like... Have you ever seen a dog eat something just to find out if it was edible? <laughs> like they swallow it and then they're like, oh no, that was cardboard. <laughs> That's the way men have sex, you know? <laughs> or masturbate. Like we'll, we'll jack off to something just to find out if we're interested in it, you know? <laughs> like we'll find an interesting video and be like, hmm. Let's see what happens, you know? Let's see if I'm into this. And then if we get that weird, shameful feeling after we're done, that's how we know that we were into it. You know, that's how we know that it was good. <laughs> I just feel bad yelling about jacking off into the outside, you know? <laughs> Usually this is... Is it one minute? Have you lit me, or is it the... Oh, I thought that's why you yelled at me. Major rookie mistake that I just did there, you guys. You didn't see it, but I lit myself. And you don't even know what getting 